Housings of the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof. We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. Uh, that's right. You're listening to the Housing for the Aged Action Group show, Raise the Roof, here on 3CR. Uh, my name's Shane. Uh, unfortunately, my co-hosts, Pam and Fiona, couldn't be here today. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, maybe unfortunately for you, Fiona is in Ireland and Pam is in Bendigo, while I, presumably like you, are shivering here in the depths of the Melbourne winter. Uh, thanks so much to our wonderful listeners. We reached our target in the Radiothon uh, over our last show. Um, thanks so, so much to everyone who made a donation to help keep the station on the air. It is very much appreciated. Um, it is not too late. If you'd still like to make a donation, uh, whether to our show or to one of the other wonderful programs on the station, uh, in fact, let's hear a little bit more about how you can make those donations. And then we'll be back uh, with my guest, Rebecca from Hag, uh, talking about some of the projects that she's been working on. It's not too late to donate. It's not too late to donate. It's not too late to donate to 3CR Radiothon 94198377 or check our website 3cr.org.au. Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 0394198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS or simply post your cheque or money order to P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. Um, thanks so much for coming in today, Rebecca. Um, Rebecca who is joining me in the studio today is the volunteer coordinator for the Aged Care Navigator Trail at HAG, uh, but also wears a few other hats that we're going to talk about a little bit today. So thanks very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Um, do you want to start by telling us about how you first uh, came to HAG or got involved? Yeah. So um, when I was doing my, when I was a student at RMIT, I came across HAG as part of the student placement options that were available. So I got in touch and I was luckily enough to be offered a student placement. And what sort of placement was it? What were you doing? So my placement was um, research and project-based placement. And I helped go through the process of looking at what we needed to do to get Rainbow Tick accredited. What, uh, can you explain Rainbow Tick accredited for the, for the listeners? So Rainbow Tick accreditation is the steps that a service needs to do to make sure that they're okay 
okay for the LGBTR community? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we have quite a lot of placement students at HAG, and I guess I, I'm not a social worker myself, and I was pretty shocked at the amount of free labor that, that students are expected to provide as part of their placements. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you have found your way into some paid work out of that. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, so can you t- just tell us what does your role involve now? So at the moment, I'm doing the Aged Care Navigator Trial. So I'm the volunteer coordinator for that. The Aged Care Navigator Trial is a national-wide trial, which is helping older people who are in vul- who are vulnerable, so LGBTI, homeless or at risk of homelessness, part of um, culturally, linguistically diverse backgrounds or Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, to um, help them access my aged care. So I help... With that project, I'm doing the volunteer coordination. So we have a few volunteers who go out and they do home visits and they'll help the client to register with My Age Care. So they'll explain to them what services are available and if they have any other questions and then we'll make them help them make the call. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, what's My Age Care? Is the website that people can access to help connect them with aged care services? So we're doing it through the phone. Mm -hmm. So they call up and they register and an assessor will come and help them do an assessment. And from that, they'll see what services that they need to, if it's like maybe they'll need home support with meal cooking or with transport or various things like that. Mm -hmm. And so our volunteers go out and, and sort of help them through the assessment. Is that kind of, or help them get connected with an assessor? They help them get connected with an assessor, but we'll kind of explain to them the process of what will happen, the different services that will be available, and also, like, yeah, the general procedure and just provide support mm-hmm. around the whole process of getting access to different aged care services. Yeah, and people often think of aged care as meaning kind of residential care, you know, like in a, in a nursing home or something like that. But actually, like you say, aged care can involve a lot of things to help people keep living in their own spaces and to age in place. Um, you might think that the government would design access to aged care services so it was easy for people to get what they needed, a uh, simple system to navigate. But the fact that we, we have a whole uh, roster of trained volunteers to kind of help people even figure out how to get the services that they need seems to suggest that maybe it's not as smooth a process as you might like. No, not at all. Um, so um, apart from that, you're also working on the LGBTI Elders Housing Program at HAG? Yeah, so we've just started an LGBTI um, project. So we're in the basically just a month ago started it. So we have a steering committee made up of different LGBTI organisations that are in Victoria so the aim of the project is to help older LGBTI people to access um, information about their housing options. Mm-hmm. We're going through a community education model for that. So at the moment, we're conducting surveys and we're doing this face-to-face and kind of going over different questions and trying to find out different circumstances of if they're at risk of homelessness and what being at risk actually means that it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be on the street to be at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, we started this survey at Midsummer Festival. We did 68 um, surveys and we've started to gather quite a bit of information from that. And now we're just going through the process of doing more in-depth interviews to kind of discover a bit, capture a bit more of what's happening. Yeah. 
I think one of the things that's been really great at HAG over the last few years is to kind of think about the ways that different communities have different needs in terms of their their, their housing as they age. Uh, it's not a kind of one-size-fits-all model where we can just slot in you know, people, whether they be LGBTI, meaning uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or intersex, um, or whether they're from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds. We've done quite a lot of research, quite a lot of involvement with different communities to learn about what those actual needs are. The um, So what's the, the kind of goal of that project? What, what are the outcomes going to be? Um, well, we're hoping to be able to create a community educational material. And we'll go out to places where older LGBTI people um, access mm-hmm. and kind of deliver information to them about their ho- housing options as well as the services that they are able to access. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, barriers for LGBTI people accessing services. So we're just trying to break down those barriers the best that we can. What do you mean by barriers? So because of experiences of like discrimination, like legal, social, um, they've kind of have like reluctance at times to reach out to services because they have experiences of being rejected by the services or being treated poorly. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when a lot of community services are run by kind of faith-based organizations that people might be, uh, m- might have complicated feelings about. Yeah, exactly. The, um, I was talking to someone the other day who volunteers for a, a gay and lesbian elders dance club, which sounded pretty great. Maybe we can somehow connect ourselves with them. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, and the the other part of your role is is providing quarterly data to one of our funding bodies. Um, I'm sure that's very fascinating, but unfortunately, we're not going to have time to talk about it today. Maybe you can come back in another time to, to talk about spreadsheets and data and things like that. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Um, thanks very much for coming in today. If people want to get involved, um, they want to want to speak to one of the volunteers on the Aged Care Navigator, or they want to be uh, involved in the survey or anything like that, um, what should they do and, and how should they get in touch? Um, if they're wanting to be involved in the survey, they should contact me. My details are on their HAG website. And we'll put them on the, the show notes for this show on the 3CR webpage as well. Um, and if for the Aged Care Navigator, either myself or Gemma, Um, we can get you in touch with the volunteers who are involved in the project. That's great. And at the end of the show, we'll give out the contact information for HAG where you can get in touch with Rebecca or Gemma uh, or anyone else at HAG that you need to speak to. So if that's something that interests you, please get a a pen and paper ready and we'll come back to that uh, before we leave you today. Um, Thanks so much for coming in today. Cheers. Thanks for having me. been my life for so long I don't know how I will carry on cause you're with the angels now you
Uh, that was Nancy Bates with Keep a Place. Uh, I really enjoyed that song. Uh, I hope you did too. This is Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR. My name's Shane. Uh, I'm going to bring you, no doubt, the most exciting uh, kind of radio content that we're ever able to bring you here. That is my law reform roundup. Uh, part of my job is advocating on behalf of older renters in a range of accommodation types uh, with the Victorian government as they uh, consider various legislative changes and uh, I have no doubt that all of you are very excited to hear about what we've been working on. It has been quite a busy time for us uh, in this in this kind of area. Um, we have the Caravan Park Regulations Review that's being carried out by the Department of Environment, Land, Water and Planning. We have the uh, consultation on the Residential Tenancies Regulations coming out of last year's Residential Tenancies Act review, or the last couple of years, I guess. Uh, and we also have the forthcoming review of the Retirement Villages Act. Now, let me tell you, if you've gone to sleep in the last minute, I don't blame you. But some of these things do have big impacts uh, on the lives of renters, uh, whether those are the kind of older renters we work with at HAG, uh, or whether they're the kind of uh, middle-aged renters like myself, or the younger renters who I'm sure are most of the 3CR uh, audience at this point. Um, so some things to, to think about coming out of those, especially the, the parts that are most relevant for, for our listeners and members. Um, the, re the regulations coming out of the Residential Tenancies Act review is maybe under a lot of people's radar. Um, you probably heard, and we certainly talked about it on this show uh, in the last couple of years, the Victorian government has, has had quite a major overhaul 
of Victorian rental laws with a lot of quite progressive reforms. Uh, many of them are still to be implemented, but coming in uh, basically over the next 12 months or so to give everyone, i.e. landlords, uh, time to get ready. But part of that was a, a set of regu- a set of laws that require consumer affairs to set certain regulations for different things. Uh, and those are things that may change over time and can be changed more easily than the laws itself. So some of the most relevant ones, uh, the minimum standards for rental properties, um, the government legislated that there would have to be minimum standards for rental properties, which there haven't been previously uh, outside of rooming houses, but uh, left it to consumer affairs to decide what those minimum standards should be. Uh, and that's something that consumer affairs is currently taking submissions on. Um, they also left it open. Previously, um, one thing that we've talked about a fair bit, but probably is a bit technical if you're not a residential park resident, is that for residential and and caravan park residents, there's no repairs process. So you know when you rent a home, obviously the landlord is required to carry out certain kinds of repairs for you to keep the property in good repair. But if you live in a caravan in residential park, um, often it's the case that, that there's no requirement for the landlord to carry out any repairs. That can be quite bad for people especially people in residential parks who often see that the sites they live on subside over time and that can cause cracking, uh, problems with the foundations and things like that, Uh, problems for people when their fences fall down, uh, problems for people when there's an interruption in their electricity or water supply or anything like that, Um, a whole range of things. So the government will be introducing a repairs regime for caravan and residential parks, but just like rental properties, certain kinds of repairs in those parks will be considered urgent and other kinds will be considered non-urgent and essentially the landlord gets more time to do the non-urgent ones. Um, So that's another thing the government's looking at, what should be considered an urgent repair as opposed to a non-urgent repair in a residential park. Um, you can make written submissions to Consumer Affairs if you if these are questions that interest you, um, but HAG will also obviously be making written submissions about them. And if you have particular views about that, uh, especially if you're a uh, residential or caravan park resident who's had very serious repairs problems that, that might be able to use as case studies or examples, uh, we would love to hear from you. And again, I'll give out our contact information at the end of the show uh, if that's something that you want to get in touch with us about. We also have the government uh, bringing about what you know we consider to be a long overdue review of the Retirement Villages Act. The last time the Act was reviewed was in 2004, I believe, which is, what, 15 years ago? Uh, and in that time, we've seen that the Retirement Villages Act isn't really protecting uh, a lot of retirement village residents. Um, we've seen that... Uh, you know, quite spectacularly in some com- current affairs programs that have really paid attention to the kinds of exploitation that go on at, you know, even quite quite fancy, quite high ticket kind of retirement villages. But we at HAG in particular see it with respect to, to the kind of lower end of the retirement village industry or sector. Um, in particular, the, the contrast, because we work with both types between retire- the Retirement Villages Act and people who live in retirement villages and the Residential Tenancies Act, people who, who rent more generally, is quite striking. Whether it, It's not ideal, but the Residential Tenancies Act does provide quite a lot of information about what your options are, what your rights are, what you can and can't do, where the Retirement Village, Villages Act provides very little of that information. Just the physical size of the acts in comparison to each other is really, really telling. One's a, a phone book and one's a, you know, a, a pamphlet, more or less. So we're hoping to see much better protections introduced in the Retirement Villages Act, uh, and we're excited that that review is something that's about to get going, and probably there will be opportunities for public consultation, and certainly we'll let you know 
what those might be as we go along. Hag's been working over the last uh, few years with other groups that are very interested in the retirement villages sector and what sort of protections uh, residents deserve, uh, including Consumer Action Law Centre, uh, Code of Victoria, Council on the Ageing and Residents of Retirement Villages Victoria. We're looking forward to continuing to work with them to make sure we get good outcomes uh, in that up-and-coming review. Caravan park regulations, look, to be honest, that's really quite boring. I don't think that even I could uh, could sustain your interest uh, through that discussion. But look, these these are important issues. If you if you want to be informed about these kinds of things, the kind of policy dimensions of what HAG does, uh, we do have a working group that that is specifically for, re- for older renters who want to have their input on these kinds of things. Um, that group is convened by my co-worker Fiona Waters. So if you're interested in getting involved and having your say about these kinds of issues, uh, Fiona would love to hear from you. And I'll say again, at the end of the show, we'll give you out our contact information and you can give us a call, talk to Fiona uh, and find out how you can be more active in drafting and, and providing input to some of those submissions. Now, look, let's hear some more community announcements and then we'll come back and I'll finally provide you with that contact information that I've been promising. Ruminations, 3CR's Rooming House and Homeless Persons Issues Program, featuring information on health and housing services, as well as live local guests, artists and performers from our unsung community. Join us at 12pm on Thursday on 3CR 855 AM. Hey you, you who are listening, we haven't reached our target yet, but you can help us out. Log into our website, 3cr.org.au, or call us on 94198377 and give us some support. Help us keep running this radio for another year. We need you. All right, you're listening to the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 3CR, and I know that means that you want to get involved. I've been teasing you with the promise of contact information uh, almost from the start, and let's finally deliver on that. So let's just talk quickly about some of the things you might want to get in touch with us about. So we are a service. If you're an older person in Victoria uh, who's concerned about your housing situation, whether that's because you live in a dodgy retirement village, uh, you can't afford the rent in your private rental property, Uh, you can't get up the stairs anymore, you need grab rails installed, what is your housing problem? We would love to hear from you and work out if there's a way that we can assist you, uh, either to move into more suitable and affordable accommodation uh, or to resolve a particular issue that you have in your housing at the moment. We also have opportunities for you to get involved, uh, whether that's with the uh, residential action accommodation I've totally mangled the name, the working group for issues in retirement housing, Uh, whether you want to be a volunteer with the Aged Care Navigator program, whether you need to speak to a volunteer with the Aged Care Navigator problem, program, problem, program, sorry, I need another coffee, Uh, whether you want to carry out, fill out a survey so that we have more information about the housing needs of LGBTI elders. The way that you can get in touch with us. There's so many, but let's start with a phone number. You can call us on 96547389. That number again is 96547389. 
nine. You can also check out our website, which has a lot more information about some of our policy, lobbying, and activist type positions. Uh, the website is oldertenants.org.au. You can find us uh, inevitably in this year, 2019, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I think that might be all the ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us. You can email hag at oldertenants.org.au. But look, main thing is the phone number. Give us a call on 9654-7389. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thanks again so much to everyone who made donations to the Radiothon or to our show in particular at the Radiothon. Uh, I suppose thank you also to people who donated to other shows. Um, it's not too late, as you've heard a number of times. Please check out the 3CR website or call the station if you're interested in making a tax-free donation. Uh, you've got, what, a couple of days left before the end of the financial year, um, if that's something that you'd like to do. I don't think we've got anything more for, for this week. Uh, we'll be back on the second Wednesday in uh, July. Uh, and I will have at least one co-host in the studio who hopefully will mean this stilted conversation is a little less awkward next time. I'm going to leave you with another song, uh, and it is a classic. This is uh, the divine Bette Midler, and we're going to hear Wind Beneath My Wings. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>